When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the Maize and Brew Pick'em Podcast brought to you by Maize and Brew Podcast on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Garrity, joined tonight by Von Lozon, Scotty White, Andy Broom, and we have a guest speaker uh, Patrick Broom. Patrick, good to have you on, my man. Great to be on, Luke. I don't think he's ever been on a podcast before. His brother has been in the industry for almost a decade, and he hasn't found a way to loop him in. But uh, So the background of this is we are driving into SEC country. Uh, my brother and I, I will not be at the Michigan game Saturday. I will still be working, but have a prior engagement down in uh, – down in SEC country that we are on the way to. Um, so we're in the car, figured, like I said, Patrick's a, I don't want to speak for him. He's kind of a casual college football fan. But, you know, sometimes those are the people that win big when you make picks. But uh, good to be back. Good to be here. I did terrible last week. I'm excited to see uh, how I can rebound from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see Patrick go 8 0 this week and just leave us all in the dust. I can already let Scotty Vaughn, how you guys doing, man? Uh, feeling, feeling all right. Um, I know, you know, the last two weeks, the week before last, I felt not confident at all. Went four and four last week. I felt really confident and also went four and four. So we'll see. We'll see if, uh, if I can maybe get a winning record this week. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I don't know how, but I still ended up over 500 last week. I wasn't incredibly confident with some of those picks, but we're going to keep the train rolling, man. I mean, I'm, I'm at 15, eight and one leading the pack right now. So maybe this is the week for uh, one of you guys to jump ahead and uh, take over my number one spot. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, if you, if you keep up on this toward pace you're on, you should quit your job and just go, go work in Vegas because <laughs> hitting at that rate is, you know, 
even professionals hit like 55% of the time. So your water will find its level with you. I, I don't, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, it, it'll yeah, happen. So just to, I'm confident in that. It will happen. <laughs> so to give you, the listener, a little uh, recap from last week, uh, I, I was able to bounce back myself, uh, winning the week at six and two a week ago, followed by Vaughn at five and three, Scotty at four and four, Anthony uh, went three and five. I did not catch Vaughn in the season standings, though. He's 15, eight and one. 14, 9, and 1, and Scott and Anthony are both uh, 12, 11, and 1. So everyone is above 100. We got that going for us. And again, uh, if you are unaware, lines are provided via FanDuel. By the way, uh, speaking real quick about FanDuel, if you are, I believe this might be Michigan only, but they have the spread the love promo going right now where you can bet the Michigan spread your way. You can get it right now. Michigan plus 32 and a half at minus 110. Pretty much free money. Check out FanDuel uh, for that. So let's kick it off here, boys. Notre Dame taking on Wisconsin. The big new kickoff happening at Wrigley Field in Wisconsin six and a half point favorites. I'm going to start with Scotty because I want the first pick for Patrick to, to be the last one. We, we got to get him last to, to really, you know, set the tone for the rest of the show. So Scotty, I'll start with you. All right. I'm excited to watch this game. Um, excited to see how Wisconsin looks. Uh, obviously Michigan's playing them next weekend. Um, I was honestly surprised with how big the spread was in Wisconsin's favor, just because Wisconsin and Notre Dame kind of reminded me a lot of each other so far this year. Um, you know, high rankings earlier in the season, um, but they kind of haven't met expectations. Um, but I think I'm going to go with, uh, with Notre Dame. I thought that the spread should be closer to maybe minus three and a half. Um, so I'm going to go with, with Notre Dame to cover this one. All right, Vaughn, how about you? Yeah, I actually agree with that. I'm going to pick Notre Dame too. I don't think Wisconsin uh, should be six and a half point favorites. Now, granted, none of these teams have really impressed me thoroughly. This year so far, Notre Dame's kind of just hanging on by a thread in every single game that they've played. And Wisconsin, they dropped one at home to Penn State. Obviously, Penn State's got a, a solid team, but um, Graham Mertz, I uh, just haven't really seen it out of him yet at the quarterback position. So I will take Notre Dame. Wouldn't be shocked if the Irish just come out with a straight W on this one. Anthony, how about you? I don't like this game at all. Uh, that six and a half to me is it's screaming sucker bet because you see it and you go, what? I mean, Wisconsin hasn't looked that good. I mean, it's, I, I'm going to take Wisconsin here. I don't know how confident I am in that. Uh, you know, Luke, Luke and I, well, really for, well, it was more so Notre Dame in the preseason when we, uh, when we did our predictions, we kind of talked about this game and, and felt like Notre Dame had a good chance to be, overrated and I still you know given how close a lot of these games they've played so far have been I don't know some something seems off here uh, I know it's a Jack Cone revenge game but give me give, give me the Badgers that's something is weird about this one and I'm gonna go the other way from what uh, what the consensus seems to be on or at least what the line would suggest it is yeah I, I'm with uh, I'm with you in the sense that I don't understand this line it kind of throws me off but that's way too many points for me to leave out there give me Notre Dame and, and six and a half at really field it's a neutral field so Wisconsin get you know the home field advantage uh as is you mentioned Wrigley? Anthony is that Wrigley I'm sorry is it at Wrigley or is that Soldier Field or is it at I'm thinking of uh I believe it's at Soldier Field 
Soldier Field, my bad. Okay. Uh, I thought it was at Wrigley for some reason in yeah, Chicago, but uh, yeah, no, I, either way, it's a, it's a neutral site here. And I, I like the Notre Dame plus six and a half because like you mentioned, Jack Cone game, but uh, I like the Wisconsin defense. I really don't like their offense right now. Graham is just not lived up to what he thought he was going to be. I mean, maybe they find something I'm not big on Notre Dame, but that's too many, uh, to leave out there. So I'll take the Notre Dame plus six and a half. Now we have our guest feature speaker, Patrick. Where are you going on this one? All right. So I don't know much about either of these two teams, but let me tell you something. Born and raised Catholic. I can feel the Catholic blood coursing through my veins. <laughs> Give me Notre Dame. Give me the money line covering the spread, just all of it. He's just throwing, he put, know, put it all on Notre Dame. He doesn't Dame. know what any of these terms mean. He's just like, he, oh, he's hitting the all the keywords the right there, man. I love that, Patrick. Nice, the, nice pick. Whatever. I know how to do a sport. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. This is, this is, uh, he, he just went Lee Corso not so fast on Anthony right there. That's amazing. <laughs> so now awesome. we got to go to, right uh, there in the name, fighting yeah. Irish all the way. <laughs> Louisville traveling to Florida State in what should, if nothing else, be the funniest game uh, of the slate coming up this weekend. So, Patrick, I'm going to go right back to you on this one, my man. Where are you going, Louisville? Minus one and a half at Florida State. Which side you on? Once again, I don't know anything about either of these two teams. I don't feel good either way or the other. That's more or less assumed, man. That's fine. But I'm thinking in my head, oh, Who's home? Florida State. Yeah, Florida State. I'm, I'm going to go with Florida State. You know, it's hot down there. They're used to the, the climate. <laughs> Louisville, you know. I mean, what, what kind of school even is that? Is that Division Two? What are we even talking about here? Florida State. As you're on right. the way, as you're on the way to Louisville right now. Yeah. 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 Okay. There's his pick. Yeah. <laughs> Good guy, hey, Anthony. Where are you already. going? You with them on? You with them on Florida State, Anthony? Uh I think Florida State's due. Um, I I think they've probably. I don't. Oh God, it's so tough. But uh, I don't. Contrary to the person to my right, I don't think Louisville is a uh, is a Division two school. Um, but I, I do think that. You know, I had this on the sheet. I don't even remember what it is. Uh, just just give me give me Florida State at home. They're due. For I like a win. it. He's, he's actually changing his pick from, from what he's got on the sheet. He's the only one who, uh, who picks him pre here and, and puts him in the sheet. He's got a change of heart, and I like that. I like throwing his curveballs, Anthony. Keep us on our toes. Uh, Vaughn, well, how about a, you, man? It's a lack of preparedness on my part yeah. is all it is. <laughs> hey, you're on the road. You, you get a pass for this. It's fine. Like Vaughn? Yeah, you know what? I've been flipping back and forth between this one. I usually take one home dog each week. Uh, but I'm actually going to pick Louisville here. Uh, Florida State probably is due at some point, but for just some weird reason, I just don't think it's this week. So I'm going to roll with Louisville and, uh, yeah, go Cardinal, I guess. Scotty, where are you going? Yeah, I'm going with Louisville as well. Um, I think that Florida State is due, um, but, you know, you still have to be a good football team to to win these kind of games, and I just – don't think that Florida State is a good football team. And until they can prove me wrong, I'm going to be picking against them. So I'm going with the Cardinals. 
Yeah, give me the Cardinals as well. I like the minus one and a half. Now, look, I don't think either one of these teams are a good football team, but I somehow, for some reason, feels a little better, obviously, for the state. Uh, I don't know if they're – I feel like they're checked out a little bit. Like, if you waxed Wake Forest, like, you're probably just checked out on the air. Like, I understand – State's not very good, but by three touchdowns, Blake Forrest coming off the FCS loss the, the week prior on the last uh, play of the game. Nickerville uh, squad uh, is just, I think they're done for this season. They're completely checked out. So give me Louisville uh, minus one and a half as we move to the Pac 12 UDLA coming off an incredibly, incredibly disappointing loss at the hands of Fresno State a week ago. They are four and a half point favorites on the road, too. I, I think that. Their kind of rival with Stanford. I don't know that, you know, two pretty good academic schools over in, uh, you know, on, on the West Coast or so. I know it's not UCLA, USC, but I feel like there's a little bad blood between these schools. So I'm going to start with Scotty. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go with UCLA to cover this one. Um, I, I think, yeah, last week was a, was a bad loss. Um, I mean, Fresno State's, you know, they gave Oregon a good fight too. Um, they're not a bad team, but I mean, can't have that loss at home. Uh, but they still got UCLA has got a lot to play for. Um, you know, they're still a good team. They can still win the pack 12. Um, so I think that that game last week seemed to be a little bit of a wake up call. Um, so I think they'll come ready to play and cover this four and a half. Vaughn, where are you going? No, I don't like UCLA anymore after that showing last week against <laughs> uh, Fresno state. I, <laughs> I'm going to go with the home dog here and, uh, go with Stanford. I don't know. I, I, I think Shaw is, uh, is a good coach. He's just had some some bad luck over the last couple of years, and I, I think he's he's got something going now. I could totally look <laughs> see see this looking back a week later, and uh, me thinking, "What the hell was I thinking at this point?" But you know what? I'm going to go with Stanford anyway, and uh, yeah, let's go Stanford. All righty, I, I like it. So where are you going with me? Okay, God, I, I went back and forth on this one too uh, in this game between UCLA and Stanford. I, I think it comes down to this, and I'm not making this like a pro or anti-Jim Harbaugh thing, but the further that program has gotten away from Jim Harbaugh being, or at least Jim Harbaugh recruited guys being on the team, I just I trust them less. And, and I, I, you know, win whatever it is, uh, give me UCLA in this game. I think that they still have a decent enough team on the offensive side of the ball. I'm not crazy about what Stanford has at all. And I think this will be a nice little bounce back game for them. So give me UCLA. Yeah, I'm going to make UCLA on the road here as well. Uh, minus four and a half. I think we're underrating Fresno a, a little bit. I understand it was very much a disappointing loss, but that's a Fresno team toe-to-toe with a pretty damn good Oregon team. Oregon had to go win that thing in the fourth quarter. I mean, they blanked UConn 35-0, but we understand what UConn is. That That's like playing as, you know, Patrick thought Louisville was a D2 school. UConn <laughs> might not might not win the D2 championship. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're under Fresno a, a little bit here. And I think that USC win for Stanford uh, was a little fool's gold, to be honest with you. I think UCLA is still a really good team, and I think they're going to bounce back nice against Stanford. Speaking of our guest speaker, Patrick Broom, where are you going on this one, man? I, too, am going to go with the UCLA team. I'm looking at the numbers here. You just got to go with the, the mathematics on it. I <laughs> All right, yeah. You you want to elaborate on the mathematics? You just we're just gonna leave it at that. Um, they're ranked. Um, 
I'm still I'm still reading the website for for half of the conversation. I didn't even realize that it was UCLA versus Stanford. So I had a hard time googling the information. So I'm just gonna go. We're crunching UCLA. The, we're on the road. We're we're crunching yeah. the numbers here. Well, had I known all this, I would have picked UCLA, Patrick. Why couldn't you have said this sooner? Yeah. <laughs> the numbers just completely point in that direction, obviously. I didn't, I didn't count clearly enough. Thank you, Patrick. He's got. We've got the abacus out here and everything. Yeah. So right, we've got a battle. We've got a battle in the Big Twelve in-state teams. Tech traveling to Texas Longhorns, seven and a half favorites at home. Uh, Anthony, I got to start with you on this one. Uh, yeah, give me, give me, uh, give me. Fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hold on, I forgot what my pick is. I had it on the sheet here, pulled up in my phone. Yeah, give me Texas Tech in this game. Uh, I don't trust. I don't trust Texas at all. You know, for all this talk that uh, you know, people like to throw Michigan into the schools like Texas and USC and Tennessee that are disappointing. Uh, I, uh, the it, Steve Sarkeesian is Tom Herman in different, you know, different clothes. That's all it is. Uh, give me. Give me Texas Tech. I think Texas will probably still win, but I can see this being one of those nutty type of Big 12 games that uh, the Longhorns have to sweat out. So give me Texas Tech. All righty. How about Vaughn? I'm going to go with Texas Tech as well. I just feel like this game has high scoring Big 12 game written all over it that just comes down to the wire. So I could certainly see this being a, uh, you know, four to seven point game when it's all said and done. So I'm going to go with Texas Tech too. Scotty. All right. I'm going to switch it up a little. I'm going with Texas here. Um, I, I Texas Tech is off to a, a good 3-0 start, um, but they haven't really been tested yet. Um, and I really I, – I wish that it was maybe 6.5 and, and not 7.5. Makes me a little bit nervous. Um, but I think a, a road test like this um, will uh, change up the result for Texas Tech and in their first loss, and I think Texas will cover. At Texas being a little beyond uh, the key number of seven worries me a little bit like you, Scott, still on your side on this one. Give me the Longhorns at home. Look, Texas, they just when people think they're back, they suck. But when everyone kind of writes them off, they just have some wins in there. And they have some good games. You know, you think back to like 2019 when they, they took Oklahoma or, or no last year, uh, took Oklahoma to, to a couple of overtimes when we kind of would like at yeah, Texas, whatever. I think it's going to be that they, they took the big loss to Arkansas. We, we kind of just forgot about Texas. I forgot they played against rice last week. It was a huge victory. So when they fly under the radar, Texas wins football games and they can win them by scores against an in-state team like Texas Tech. So give me the Longhorns. Patrick, where are you going on this one, man? I'm going to go with the Longhorns just because I, I just like the logo. That, that's, I mean, that's a, that's, that's a great logo. It's iconic. It's classic. Or, yeah, need yeah. I say more? There you go. I the love it. Moving that pick. <laughs> Tennessee. At Florida, good SEC battle in this one. Florida, 18.5-point favorites coming off the nice showing against Alabama a week ago. Scotty, I'm going to start with you. Yeah, Tennessee is just – they're not very good. And Florida showed last week they can run with, with the top teams in the country. I mean, they were a two-point conversion away there at the end. 
um, from tying that thing up. And if it wasn't for the slow start, um, definitely could have won that game. Um, and yeah, like I said, I just, I don't like Tennessee at all. Um, so I've got Florida winning this one big and covering that spread. Vaughn, who you like, my man. I'll save all the hard hitting analysis for the rest of you guys. Florida's good. Tennessee's not. Give me Florida. I, I like it. Short three, baby. Anthony, where are you going? Uh, well, compelling stuff. Uh, you don't have a stats desk at your disposal like I do to the right of me, so whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, same deal. I I know, like, Joe Milton has been benched already, so that kind of automatically kind of raises the ceiling of Tennessee's offense. But I, I, th- I think Florida, like I said, they showed last week that they are – now, it could be interesting. Like, I'm not totally confident in this pick because – I'm a firm believer in like the up down theory. It wouldn't surprise me if Tennessee bit of a scare and off of, you know, an emotional week last week, uh, almost beating Alabama, but give me Florida. I mean, Tennessee's just Tennessee is, is, is bad. So there you go. Honestly, if it was maybe any other SEC team, I probably would have took the points because theory anthony the the um, theory coming off an emotional loss that's a really tough thing to bounce back from the good news for florida is that tennessee absolutely stinks and florida is just gonna out athlete them at the end of the day you got two guys rotating at the quarterback position that could both play it decently well you know we saw it a week ago against bama so florida's gonna over 18 and a half at the swamp how about patrick where are you on this one i gotta go with florida i mean a Anytime you're dealing with an unranked team versus a uh, getting in there into the top 12, you know, and you're playing, you know, big boy football, I think Tennessee's going to get buzzsawed. I like the 19. Let's go. Clean sweep across the uh, board for Florida. Minus 18 and a half. Moving back to the Pac-12. Cal is at Washington, who are seven and a half point favorites. It's the very same Washington team that everyone says that uh, sucked because Michigan beat them 31-10. to 10. Anthony, where are you at on this one? I've watched two full games of Washington football this year, one of them obviously being live that night game a couple weeks ago. That team's not good enough to be favored by 7.5 against anyone in the Pac-12. Uh, give me Cal here. All righty, Vaughn. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to pick Cal as well, I uh, don't really think Washington is uh, all that good. It's at home, so it helps them out a little bit. But Cal has kind of hung around with some of these pretty decent teams. They only lost to TCU by two. And uh, Nevada, who has a, uh, an NFL-caliber quarterback, uh, only put up 22 against Cal uh, in the first week of the season. So I'm going to take Cal with the points for sure. All righty. How about you, Scotty? I'm going to, I'm going to go with Washington. The, uh, the seven and a half again, kind of frightens me a little bit. Um, but yeah, they haven't looked good. Um, but I still could see Washington getting better throughout the year, kind of getting back to their old ways. Um, and I, I just, I think that they still are a better team than Cal. Um, so I I think I'm going to take Washington to cover this one, man. I like this. I think me and Scotty have the exact same card one right now. I like Washington. Minus seven and a half at home as well, because look, at the end of the day, I feel like there is a reason 
that we have our prize on some of these teams, right? There's a reason Washington was top 25 to begin the year. Obviously, a really bad start, losing to an FCS team, probably overlooking them, at, traveling to the big house, you know, to go play in Michigan and then lay an egg in that night game there. But this is still a talented football roster, I believe, and I think they're much more talented than is Cal. Give me the Huskies, minus seven. Patrick, where are you at, man? Sorry. Patrick, Patrick, you're up. Sorry, that was my fault. I muted for a second to tell him something. Okay, so I, is this game even going to be on TV when I'm looking at these two teams? I mean, I, I just got to go with California just because of the numbers. But, I mean, to me, th- these could be two community colleges for all I care. I mean, that, that's just how I feel. But I, I'm going to go with California just because of the nope. numbers. Numbers don't lie. And, and the great uniforms, right? Uh, I, I don't yeah. even know. All right. Like All I right. Say, it could be Henry Ford. <laughs> Back into the big we go. We got Nebraska traveling to Michigan State. Spartans, four and a half point favorites against the Cornhuskers. Scotty, I'll begin with you. Yeah, this one, I like this spread a lot. I'm going with Michigan State. I um, mean, the way Michigan State has looked this year, I mean, they've looked a lot better than everyone was expecting. Nebraska, they've shown improvement definitely since they're. First game against Illinois, they hung in with Oklahoma last week. Um, but Michigan State, night game at home, I mean, they, they look like a really solid team. Um, so I think Michigan State's going to cover this one fairly easily. Vaughn, how about you, man? I agree. I'm picking MSU. Uh, they, they got the night game. They're at home. Uh, they're going to have that the cool atmosphere with, I guess they're going to stripe the stadium with uh, white and green. So uh, all those into effect and uh, Scott Frost blows at his job. So I'm going to take Michigan state. All righty. Anthony, where are you at on this one? Yeah, this is interesting because this is, I'm, I'm going with Michigan state this game and the, whatever, whatever we have at the spread there, I forgot what the sheet says, but going with Michigan state regardless. But the thing that kind of sketches me out is they're doing this thing again, where they're trying to get them to call Spartan stadium, the woodshed. And the last time that someone did that, and this is Ant Wright tweeted this out, this was before the 2016 Michigan-Michigan State game. Uh, Michigan was able to come in there and pretty much handle their business and, and do what they had to do. But, yeah, it, it's, it's not the woodshed. Stop trying to make the woodshed happen. It's weird to me that, like, I thought Nebraska would kind of be in, like, folding mode now, but they've actually played some decent football since week, the week zero, so – I'm taking Michigan State, but I'm not super confident. I'm like I'm confident in it, but not like completely sold. I don't think that Nebraska is traffic cones. Yeah, N- Nebraska since that opening just mind blowing loss to Illinois, they have looked good. To your guys' points, you know, stuck with Oklahoma, who I think is a, is a tad overrated here this year. Maybe I just don't like Spencer Rattler because I watched him on QB one, but I think. At the end of the day, that has played into something that I'm looking at from the past couple that Michigan State can use, in my opinion, to be the biggest market inefficiency in the entire country. You know, being um, six and a half point underdogs going a Miami team last week, that wasn't good. The, the plus three on the road to Northwestern. The numbers, I don't think, caught up from the preseason projection to Michigan State's projection on the field. So there's a lot, I feel like a lot of money to be made on the Spartans. There's still a lot of inefficiency there. Give me the Spartans minus half this week. Patrick, where are you at? 
I too am going to go with Michigan State. You know, they're a team I, I like to watch the Michigan games. I like to watch the Michigan State games. I, because I didn't go to either school, I feel like I, as a person who's paying taxes to both colleges through the state, I feel like they're both – I root for them as long as they're not playing each other. Um, they looked good against Miami last week. Um, looking at the odds here, I like the odds. It's pretty close. And I'm looking forward to the big rivalry game coming up. I think it's going to be a good one this year. So give me MSU this week. Speaking of rivalries, we got a huge one at the bits this week. Oh, no. Uh, Rutgers traveling to uh, Michigan. No, a couple of 3-0 and teams, man. I love when Michigan, undefeated Michigan gets to take undefeated Rutgers and still Michigan 20-point favorites at the big house. Anthony, who you on? I got to roll with the gut. I, I got to roll with the gut feelings here. It served me well with Michigan through the first three weeks. That's the one team that, I mean, it hasn't been too hard to get them right through three weeks. They've played a couple of Mac teams and uh, uh, not quite as good as we thought Washington team, but I think Michigan will be able to cover that, especially if this turns into a game where uh, I, I know originally they were calling for a little bit of rain on Saturday. I'm not hundred percent sure what the weather will look like, but I just, it feels like, it feels like this team has a gear to it to where like, we'll see what happens next week when they go to Wisconsin, that will be the first test of if they're actually any good or not. But right now, the way that they're playing, it doesn't seem like they're showing any signs of slowing down. There's been no let up in them. Give me Michigan covering uh, a pretty big spread after, like I said, these two teams had to go to triple overtime last year to settle things, but Rutgers is better. Uh, They're coming to town on Saturday looking to win a football game, but I just think Michigan will, uh, this is going to be kind of a statement game for them. So, How about you, Vaughn? The big numbers carrying you away? Nope. I'm going to pick Michigan as well. I think overall, they're still the better team, and the one thing that Rutgers kind of had going for them was their young defensive backfield, and a couple of them are not going to be in this contest because they decided to shoot paintballs at people uh, over the weekend, I believe. So, yeah, I'm going to pick Michigan. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, they kind of respond with the run game because I, I guess I was reading something earlier from uh, the Rutgers beat reporter saying that uh, they're looking to stop Michigan's run game because it's the thing that they do best. And I, I feel like every team that Michigan has played this year has kind of said, yeah, we're going to stop the run, and it just hasn't happened yet. So I'm, I'm going to be intrigued to see if uh, Quorum and all those guys are able to uh, continue what they've been doing. So I will take Michigan, and uh, I, I do think they cover the 20-point uh, spread. All right, Scotty, you were the lone man to take Northern Illinois in the big point margin a week ago. What do what you think? you taking Rutgers in the point, Dan? Yeah, no, that was a mistake last week. Um ended up Michigan winning by 53. So um, yeah, definitely was a mistake. Michigan has covered very easily in the first three weeks. Um, And so I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to start going with Michigan until, until something else happens. Um, But still Rutgers is a much better team than they've been in the past. So I'm excited for this game, but I do think that Michigan's going to cover. Yeah. Shiano's got him playing good. You know, Anthony, you and I, we, we talked a lot about him in the preview projection show that, that we expected them to be better, but at the end of the day, man, that's still an inferior opponent for Michigan. Michigan uh, is still in September. 
at the big house. This is when they've made, you know, their biggest impact under Jim Harbaugh. Michigan probably is going to cover uh, the just under three touchdown in the extra point spread. Give me Michigan minus 20. And finally, for the last our guest speaker, Mr. Patrick, where are you going on this one? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Michigan too. I mean, anytime you're dealing with, um, they've been running the ball really good and just looking at the stats, I think they're, anytime you're running the ball that good, it's a game of possession. And, uh, I think between that and just the fact that, you know, it, it's Michigan versus they recruit a lot better, all, all that jazz. I think it's going to be pretty handily Michigan. They're going to cover the spread and it's just full steam ahead. I love it. I love it. That's going to do it for us. Our eight games uh, spreads brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Before we go, though, uh, where can we find you on social media, Scotty? I'll be on Twitter uh, at Scotty White underscore. Um, that's where I will be at. I'll be tweeting during the games and hopefully be tweeting about a Michigan win and a Michigan cover. Vaughn, how are you? You follow me also on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. And Anthony. Uh, you know where to find me. I've been doing this for eight years. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Anthony T. Broom on Twitter. Obviously, follow uh, Maze and Brew on all the channels it's on. Uh, Maze and Brew Podcast, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your shows. Like I said before, I'm sure there are apps that I don't even know exist that the podcast is on, but those are the big ones. Uh, so, Again, thank you for your support. Thank you for uh, allowing us to do this every week. It's, it's been a lot of fun. So we'll, we'll keep it rolling and uh, see who can establish themselves moving forward. And, of course, guest speaker, Pat Broom, since I'm going to go eight no, people are going to want to follow you for your pick moving forward, man. Where can we find you? Uh, I, I'm around, you know. <laughs> I keep my, my accounts private, you know. Um, all right. I really I, I, don't tweet all that much. It, it, you're a man of mystery. Instead. Yeah. If you need to contact my brother, you need to first contact Von Loison. He knows the, he knows how to get yeah, exactly. the, those who know, no, I'll, I'll put it that way. If you, if you need to get at somebody, get, get to Anthony, if you need to contact me and it, you he'll can, be my middle man, you can, you can write him. Uh, he's got a PO box that uh, the messages get delivered to him via carrier pigeon. Yes, Anthony will give you my AIM email address. Yeah, I, I like it, Patrick. <laughs> smart man, you know, uh, you keep the hands clean. You don't product directly. That's a smart move. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Yardy, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Made some, may, uh, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review uh, on our podcast and all the Maze of Brew podcasts um, because, man, so many good ones out there. Uh, make sure to check it out. Hopefully, your weekend Betting with FanDuel Sportbook goes good. For Anthony Broom, Scotty White, Von Luzon, and Patrick Broom, I'm Luke Yardy, and we'll see you next week on the Maze of Broom Pick'em Podcast.